Good morning, everyone. It is the 27th of June. My name is Lorna Denny, and I'm joined today by Alex Byrne. Last week saw a strong rally in US and global stocks, and US Treasury bonds saw their first weekly gain in a month on hopes that sliding oil prices and indeed other commodity prices, such as copper, could put a break on inflation. But first, on the GDP growth front, Alex, we saw a number of falling flash PMI indicators, and that would seem to amplify fears of recession. Morning, Lorna. This is the provisional flash PMI data for June, covering the US, Eurozone and UK, all showing a worsening in both the outlook for services and manufacturing, but remaining in that positive more than 50 territory. Activity growth seemingly slowing sharply as a result of the severe worsening of demand conditions. New orders, in fact, fell on aggregate across these major developed economies for the first time since the initial pandemic lockdowns in the second quarter of 2020. However, demand is now falling not because of COVID-19 containment measures, but because of the soaring cost of living, exacerbated by the Ukrainian invasion, hitting just as the economic boost from the reopening of economies from the Omicron wave is starting to fade. The latest flash PMI data signaled the weakest upturn in US private sector output since January's Omicron-induced slowdown. The flash US Manufacturing Purchasing Managers Index, PMI, for June dropped to 52.4, marking a 23-month low. The June number missed the market's expectation of a reading of 56, a significant difference. In the Eurozone, meanwhile, manufacturing PMI dropped further than expected to a 22-month low. New orders for goods and services meanwhile stagnated, failing to rise for the first time since the recovery of demand began in March 2021. These are quite striking numbers, and do you think this stalling of demand could be a sign that inflation itself might be peaking? Potentially, this could be a fortunate side effect from an unfortunate economic situation. The downturn in demand has been easing some of these price pressures, although still elevated. The PMI survey gauges of inflationary pressures in both manufacturing and services have somewhat fallen from recent peaks. It therefore seems that slowing demand is aiding central banks, potentially easing pressure slightly on them to tighten monetary policy. Which would certainly be welcome. And Alex, then in line with this tailing off in demand, we have seen the oil price moving lower over the month. Yes, that's right. Recession risks have caused oil prices to slide in June, with Brent crude falling 7.8%. The oil price is heading for its first monthly loss since last November, as fears of recession and demand have hit sentiment, and the options market shows a growing number of investors are becoming increasingly bearish. The factors that drove oil to decade highs above 140 a barrel just a few weeks ago, surging demand and potentially massive shortfall in supply thanks to sanctions on Russia, are starting to shift as the market looks forward. Sky-high inflation is forcing several banks around the world unwillingly to increase interest rates, which can hit demand for commodities through reduction in consumer and industry demand. In addition, the chances of recession, or at least a reasonable slowdown, are rising. Recessions often bring a drop in oil prices as consumer spending falls, reducing demand for the fuel. The price of a barrel of crude fell from $139 to $39 in less than a year after the 2008 financial crisis. Yes, it is worthwhile trying to remember that. And in the week ahead, then, we have more indications of GDP growth from some of the major economies. That's right. In the week ahead, we'll see the first quarter GDP figures for the US and UK, revealing more details and some granularity into the economic trends in the first quarter of the year, partly reflecting the impact of the war. In the US, data showed the economy contracting at a 1.4% annualised rate in the first quarter, but inventories and trade were seen as a major drag, meaning the headline understated is the underlying healthy economy. Current estimates suggest a rebound of 0.8% growth in the second quarter, averting recession, but clearly it is close and there are a lot of questions given the timing of this crossing the Ukrainian Invasion. Recent PMI data has also alluded to a new downturn in the third quarter being a rising potential.
Yes, and we had Jay Powell of the Fed talking about recession being certainly a possibility in the States. And after the Fed's surprise 75 basis point hike in interest rates a couple of weeks ago, this week we have the US PCE inflation number. That's the one the Fed targets. What are your expectations there? The market expects that it should show a very steady month-on-month increase, but a decrease year-on-year. This is hopefully a sign that we may be moving away from a structural rise in prices as we move forward into the end of the year. And anything else on your radar? We'll have the final manufacturing PMI, which will provide an all-important missing piece of the June picture via updated production numbers for mainland China. In particular, analysts will be assessing whether the relaxation of some COVID-19 containment measures will have helped global supply chains improve further, especially across Asia. In addition, we also have the manufacturing PMIs for Italy, France and Germany with the potential for further disappointment after last week's numbers. Thank you very much indeed. Thank you, Lorna.